Today, the candidates who want to serve you as Overton County Commissioner, Clay County Mayor, Jackson County Commissioner, Jackson County Mayor, and Sparta City Council. Welcome to Meet the Candidates from Live Rock 95.9 and News Talk 94.1. I'm Tom Duggan. Today, our series continues where you get the chance to hear from the candidates, where they stand, the issues that are important in their minds, where they want to take the Upper Cumberland moving forward. We begin today's program with Philip Talley, candidate for the Overton County Commission in District 4. Philip, it's good to have you on the program with us. Let's go back to when you initially ran for the office of Overton County Commission. What was it that led you to that decision? What did you want to accomplish on the commission? Well, I wanted to accomplish, help people in Overton County and help get things done in Overton County and have more jobs here and everything. That was my number one goal. Philip, what do you think are some of the most important characteristics that make up a good county commissioner? Dealing with people and uh, getting along with them and being friendly and everything. And I ain't ever had no problem with nobody. They've treated me nice my eight-year term here. So it's my third term coming up and just helping people out. That's what I want to do. What role do you feel that a county commissioner has overall in county government? Trying to get things passed for the good part of the county, you know, and what we can do and bring more jobs in, get more grant money coming in. Are there any specific things that you see that you feel that maybe Overton County needs to do a better job of? Uh, yeah, we could use more grant money, you know, or something like that. Maybe have more. We're trying to get a find some property. We've got property found, but just trying to find out where we can put the industrial park in and where they bring more business in. And once they bring them in, they can buy the land back from the county and it'll be paid off. You know, that's our number one goal right there, too. When you look at Overton County, are you pleased with the amount of growth that you're seeing there? Do you feel like more maybe could be done to encourage more growth in Overton County? Well, yeah, there's a lot of people moved up here. There are a lot of subdivisions moved in. and they, I mean, it has really grown here in Ripon, hurry, and I, my dear chick. And it's really brought a lot of good tax money in, you know. And we've got a current farm home was here. They went out of business, but we're hoping somebody's going to buy that from them and move in and maybe a Home Depot or something, you know, maybe come in and buy it because it's going to be for sale, I'd say, at the county line. Our guest on Meet the Candidates is Philip Talley. Again, he's seeking re-election to the Overton County Commission out of District 4. Philip, when you start looking at the big picture, one of the biggest fund expenditures that a county government faces typically are schools. Do you feel the local school system is being a good steward of the money being spent on schools? Yes, they are now. We've, they've changed a little bit of administration in there the last few year, couple of years, and it has really helped a lot and really grown a lot, and they're doing a better job before. When you take a look at services, and in this area, it seems like folks are demanding services now more than ever. How do you go about prioritizing the, the kinds of services that uh, people are asking for? Well, usually when I'm out talking to people or campaigning or something, the uh, last few days I've been campaigning, they've asked about things, you know, what's done good and everything. So we're paying. We've uh, got a new building, been there about two or three years. We bought, built, had built, the county did, and it's going to be paid off this year. We're going to be debt-free in the county for a change. How important do you feel it is for the county government to have a strong working relationship with the city of Livingston? We we always work together, try to, you know, we we do that pretty good, you know, and it is going pretty good, you know, working together. That's what it is all about. We need to all work together, and we do that. And our county commissioners and our uh, mayor work together real good, and everything's going real good for right now. 
Philip, you mentioned speaking with local voters. When you do talk to them, what are some of the biggest concerns maybe that you hear from them? Well, they just, they said, well, the county's doing good. Let's lie. said, yeah. I said, yeah, we're doing good. said, we're not raising taxes. We ain't raised taxes in seven years. So that's our number one goal, they like, you know, pretty much. If you're reelected to the Overton County Commission, what would you tell a voter that they're going to be getting in Philip Talley as their ongoing county commissioner? I'm still going to be working for the people and and everything and helping people out. And if they need to call me, my phone number is in a book and on a, my card. And they can just call me, and I have worked hard towards the road commissioners and and getting road fixed and everything else, you know, stuff like that. Philip Talley has been our guest. Philip is seeking the office of county commission, re-election to the county commission in Overton County out of District 4. Geraldine Walker is our next guest on Meet the Candidate. She is seeking re-election to the Overton County Commission out of District 4. Geraldine, it's good to have you with us on the program this evening. Would you like to take a moment to introduce yourself to our listening audience out there this evening? Sure, and thank you for this opportunity. Uh, like you said, my name is Geraldine Walker, and I'm seeking re-election in Overton County's 4th District. Um, I have been a commissioner for the past four years in this district, and it's been an honor to serve the people of the district as their commissioner. Geraldine, when you first decided to seek the office of Overton County Commissioner, what was it that kind of led and factored into your decision to seek that office? Well, I had always kind of had an interest um, in local government, just had never been involved in it and decided that um, if I wanted to know more about it and be more involved, uh, the best opportunity was running for office for a commissioner in the county. What do you feel like are the most important characteristics of being a good county commissioner? Being the voice for the people you represent, being honest and uh, committed to the position, just to vote in the way you would feel like the people of your district would want you to vote. What role do you feel as a county commissioner that a county commissioner should have overall in county government? Just as a representative to the people in your district, I feel like is your most important role. Let's talk about growth in Overton County and where do you see the biggest areas of growth and what would you like to see Overton County do to continue to encourage growth in the county? Well, I would love to see more opportunities for our young people in the county. We really don't have a whole lot of uh, things in the county for them to do if they want to do anything, um, you know, like bowling or going to the movies or anything like that. They have to go outside the county. Um, would love to see something like that. Uh, I would love to see more restaurants um, in the county sit-down type restaurants. Um, we have some, but uh, not enough. People have to go to Cookville to eat out a lot, and they do. Um, and maybe some more industry come into the county. Geraldine, are there specific things that you feel the county maybe needs to do a better job of? Maybe recruiting more of the things that I just talked about a few minutes ago. Um, into the county. Geraldine Walker is our guest on Meet the Candidates. Again, she is seeking re-election to the Overton County Commission out of District 4. As you do look forward and, and we talk about growth and things of that nature, what are some things that you personally would like to see transpire in Overton County as you look ahead? I would like to see us uh, do more of the things that we currently do. I know um, the town of Livingston does a lot of things in the Central Park where they um, have free concerts, free movies, and things like that for people to come out and do. Just more events uh, for people to have to enjoy in the county. One of a county's biggest fund expenditures are always schools. Do you feel like that the local school system has been a good steward of the money being spent on Overton County schools? 
Yes, I feel like the people that we have in the school system right now, Mr. Holman and um, uh, Crystal Short, I feel like they are doing a really good job of spending the funds that they get um, and also the school board members that we have now. They have done an excellent job, I feel like. Um, And then also the SROs that we have in the schools to protect the children, that's um, one of my passions too is the safety of our children in our school systems. Geraldine, we're at a time where people seem to be in demand for more and more services. How do you and the county commission go about prioritizing those services? Well, we see the needs um, that are in the county and uh, the boards and committees that make those decisions about how our uh, tax dollars are spent, look at the things that we can spend those on and, uh, you know, spend them in the best way that we can find. Of course, we're limited. We're a smaller county, but um, I feel like we do a good job of supporting the fire departments and the different uh, communities in the county. How important do you feel it is for the county to have a strong working relationship with the city of Livingston? Very important. I think that is a a very important factor for any county to be successful is for the county government and the city government to work closely together. And I feel like we do that with the city. Geraldine Walker, as you meet with and speak with voters in the 4th District, what are you hearing from them in terms of what their concerns are? Uh, The concerns that I've heard um, expressed so far is that um, we need more monies to fix roads in the county. Um, Of course, uh, some of the people have expressed um, a concern about safety of our children in the school systems that I've already talked about, the SROs, um, and more things coming into the county like restaurants and things for our children to do. Finally, this evening, if you're reelected to the Overton County Commission in District 4, what do you feel like the voters of Overton County and your district will be getting with Geraldine Walker as their ongoing county commissioner? Well, I feel like that I will continue to represent them like I have in the last four years as uh, their voice for our community in trying to accomplish some of the things that I've talked about today. And I feel like Overton County is a great place to live. It has a promising future. Uh, We just have to uh, continue promoting things and doing our best to make the county better for the people that live in it. Uh, And I feel like that I have the passion and commitment, desire, and the work ethic to continue representing the citizens of the 4th District. Geraldine Walker has been our guest on Meet the Candidates. Again, she's seeking re-election to the Overton County Commission out of District 4. If you are going to court, you need the very best. You need a specialist with proven experience and results to get you justice. Cookville attorney Henry Fincher is who you need. He's a Harvard Law School graduate. He's recognized as a national super lawyer. Henry Fincher is a certified specialist in civil trial, elder law, and family law. No other attorney in Tennessee has more certified specialties. Don't trust your case to just any lawyer. Hire the best. Hire Henry Fincher. One storm could change your landscape. Don't let that happen. Call Putnam County Tree Service to get the trees trimmed, dead branches removed, stumps ground. All it takes is one strong wind to damage your home. Putnam County Tree Service can help with the heavy branches to keep your trees healthy and strong. Call 528-3828. 528-3828 to protect your home, your landscape, your family. Putnam County Tree Service. Make the call this week. Next on our program is Mr. Bruce Roten. Now, Bruce is challenging for the seat of Clay County Mayor. Bruce, it's good to have you on the program this evening. And uh, first thing I want to ask you is, what led to your decision to seek the office of Clay County Mayor? Well, I can tell you that I'm a lifelong resident of Clay County. I, I love this community. I've lived here all my life. 
But when you've lived here all these years, you can see where we used to be, the vibrant, thriving community that we were years ago. And you can see where we are today. Uh, you know, if you look at over the last 16 years, we've lost so much industry within in Clay County. Some of the numbers is we've lost eight, 876 jobs. You know, we've had 409 residents move out of this area. At the same time, we realize that according to stats and figures that we are the second lowest household median income in the state of Tennessee under that poverty level. At the same time, we are third highest tax rate in the state of Tennessee. So looking at all that, that and my love for this community, wanting to change those things is what led me to to uh, throwing my name in there and wanting to run for county mayor. Bruce, what experiences in your life do you feel help make you a good candidate for county mayor? Well, I can tell you that for 30 years I have worked for large industry as an environmental health and safety coordinator, safety engineer. You know, those experiences uh, that I use daily applications of, you know, strategic planning, uh, project planning, emergency preparedness, contingency planning, you know, some of the roles that I've served in the past within that uh, career is I would travel across the U.S., do audits or other facilities, you know, looking for those opportunities for improvement, always wanting to uh, improve upon that, make sure that we were in compliance with both industry standards, both local, state, and federal regulatory agency standards. I was also on uh, the Tennessee Center Performance Excellence. I was on the Board of Examiners. And anybody that knows about that program, it's the state of Tennessee's way to help promote economic development, make those institutions, those municipalities, governments, hospitals, uh, factories, uh, operate better. And you know that leads to a better operating Tennessee and a better place to live. Bruce, what do you feel like makes up the most important characteristics of a good county mayor? I think honesty, integrity, being transparent. I think that uh, the people of this community need to know that they, the taxpayers, they are the most important and letting them know that every decision that you make, you'll always hold in the highest regard and you're working for them. Bruce, you mentioned industry and the lack thereof and needing to recruit more to the Clay County area. What are some ways you feel that that can be done to kind of help entice industries to want to come to Clay County? First, I think we need a better understanding. I know currently uh, some of the thought process is if you, uh, you know, they want to invest in an industrial park, which that is important. Don't get me wrong. That's extremely important. They have to have a place to come here. But I think that premise or that that thought that if you build it they will come uh, just doesn't hold true altogether you have to look at all other aspects of that you know what did we learn during nafta is those no skill to low skill jobs they left i mean oshkosh alone we we lost three oshkosh plants in, the, in in clay county those all went to honduras so just sitting there saying okay we need an industrial park by itself or, or some pad ready places that's not going to fix it we need to have a complete understanding of what that industry is actually looking for. You know, like I said, those, those jobs that we used to have in plentiful supply, it didn't take a lot of experience or knowledge to do that. So we need to understand that they're looking for a skilled labor workforce and how we can build upon that, how we can work with our educational system, how we can work with like TCAT, uh, applied technologies like that, uh, the technical skills that are necessary because when those industries are looking for a place to expand, they're not just looking for a building. They can get a building anywhere, but what they need is a skilled labor workforce that can build their product. That's what we need to address. That's what we need to work on and plan is for the future of that. Bruce Roten is our guest on Meet the Candidates. He is challenging for the office of county mayor in Clay County. In terms of other areas of growth in Clay County, Bruce, where do you see areas that you feel like most need to be addressed in that regard? Uh, again, that, that's industry. Uh, also see that we are known, you know, if you look at the statistics and the numbers, you know, we have uh, drug use here in Clay County that, that has been in the news recently. That can also hurt us. Uh, we need to address that. We need to 
show that uh, we are looking at that. We're reducing those numbers, making sure that uh, we work in conjunction with the school system, the the parents, the uh, anti-drug coalition, those nonprofits, uh, the judicial system, and try and detect those things early. Because if they have, if the industry doesn't have confidence that they can come in here and get good employees, uh, then that's only going to hurt us. So we definitely need to address that situation. Also, we need to address working with TCAT and those long-term range goals to get people uh, that are trained to facilitate those needs. But I think you need somebody here that understands what these companies are looking for, somebody that's actually worked in the industry. They went to trade shows. They have went to career days. They've, they've sought out efforts working in conjunction with the school systems and with TCAT to address that and try to get that trained workforce to where we look more attractive towards that industry. As you've met with and spoken with local voters, what are some of the concerns that you're hearing from them in terms of what they feel like needs to be done more of in Clay County? Well, again, getting industry, getting jobs in here. Uh, you know, like myself, you know, as, as we get older, we have families. We always want to be surrounded by our children, our grandchildren. But unfortunately, you know, that's just uh, these days people are moving away. I, I myself have two children that had to move away or they chose to because they uh, felt like there was not enough opportunities here. So we need to work on those opportunities to get that. Uh, that's, a, uh, that's a concern from what I've heard, heard while I've been out on the campaign trail. I'm also hearing a lot about taxes and their worries and their concern. You know, us being third highest tax rate in the state of Tennessee, we've just got our property values reassessed. Those have increased. And you have a lot of people that are out there concerned, how am I going to pay this right now? Uh, they're, they're trying to figure out ways how they're going to sustain and, and continue on. They also want to understand that we're being taxed, but they need transparency. They want to know where these taxpayer dollars are going to. They're, they're thinking to themselves and what they're reaching out and telling me is we're paying all these taxes, but where is it really going? And I think government needs to do a better job of being transparent. They need to be a, do a better job of reaching out and telling people Here's where we are. Here's the progress. Here's what we have a goal for, a plan for. Here's where we currently are, and here's our end result, what we hope to achieve. Bruce Roten has been our guest on Meet the Candidates. Again, he is seeking the office of county mayor in Clay County. If you are going to court, you need the very best. You need a specialist with proven experience and results to get you justice. Cookville attorney Henry Fincher is who you need. He's a Harvard Law School graduate. He's recognized as a national super lawyer. Henry Fincher is a certified specialist in civil trial, elder law, and family law. No other attorney in Tennessee has more certified specialties. Don't trust your case to just any lawyer. Hire the best. Hire Henry Fincher. One storm could change your landscape. Don't let that happen. Call Putnam County Tree Service to get the trees trimmed, dead branches removed, stumps ground. All it takes is one strong wind to damage your home. Putnam County Tree Service can help with the heavy branches to keep your trees healthy and strong. Call 528-3828. 528-3828 to protect your home, your landscape, your family. Putnam County Tree Service. Make the call this week. Up next on Meet the Candidates is Mr. Don Chinoy. Don is seeking re-election to the Jackson County Commission out of District 5. Don, first of all, when you first decided to run for Jackson County Commission, what led to that decision to want to be part of the commission? This is actually my second my second go around, the end of my 16th year. I was actually a commissioner from 1990 to 98, and then I took 16 years off and I did other things for the county, like I was a judicial commissioner for a while, and I decided to get back into the county commission. The reason I got into the county commission originally back in the 90s was I was uh, tired of of the good old boy system and people uh, trying to hide things and not tell the people what's going on. They, they, they were afraid to tell the people what was going on for, I guess, political reasons, but I've learned a long time ago, if, you, if you're up front with the people and tell them what's going on, if they don't like it, at least they respect the fact that you're communicating with them. With your experience, what do you feel are the most important characteristics in being a good county commissioner? 
being able to understand what is going on, understand the limits of your authority. And that's the biggest problem with some people running for county commissioner or the people from the outside looking in. They assume that the, the county commission has a lot more authority than they have. We're basically an administrative group, basically dealing with dollars and cents and contracts. We don't make any criminal laws. We don't make any political pandering garbage. We just simply are the financial arm of the county and deal with the financial arm of the county as far, as far as Jackson County is concerned. And... Uh, uh, the most important thing is to understand what's going on, understand the procedures, and to communicate to the people correctly when they ask you a question. Don, what do you feel like some of the biggest issues are facing Jackson County right now that you feel the commission needs to deal with? Well, we need to deal with economic growth. Some way in order to generate the revenues other than property tax, for, you know, to, to, in order to operate the county. And we're a very small county, very small population. We don't get the, the sales tax revenue that the big counties get, but we get our fair share. So the whole big thing is to try to create things that will generate revenue, but yet not really affect the quality of life uh, in Jackson County as far as you don't want to get, get run over by a whole pile of, of people coming in to do things. I, I'm, I'm in favor of the tourism part of it. Do you feel there are specific things that the county needs to do a better job of? We're moving along very, very nicely. The problem is a lot of people don't see what we do because uh, they don't come to all the meetings. And, and also, there are things that are being worked on that I guess the proper thing is to communicate better with the people. And I've tried to do that. That's why I've got a web page, and, and anytime anybody asks me a question, I find the, the correct, truthful answer and tell them. Sometimes it's not what they want to hear, but that's okay. It's still the truth. Don Chinoy, in communicating with those folks, when you speak and talk with them, what are you hearing from them in terms of their concerns? Well, their concerns are jobs. Their concerns are wanting more factories in Jackson County, but that's not going to happen. We don't have the workforce in order to, to really generate large factories in Jackson County, number one. Plus, we have a two-lane highway going in. Um, you know, the concerns I hear, number one, is they feel they pay too much in taxes. Um, you know, and, and that's a two-edged sword. You want services, what little services you get, but you're also going to have to figure out how to pay for them as well. Um, and, and the biggest concern is they want the best bang for their buck. Don Chinoy has been our guest on Meet the Candidates. Again, he is seeking re-election to the Jackson County Commission out of District 5. Next up on the program is Ryan Hopkins. Ryan is challenging for a seat on the Jackson County Commission out of District 5. Ryan, thanks for joining us on the program today. What led to your decision to run for a seat on the County Commission? Well, my family's lived in the community for over 150 years, and I just want to ensure that the county remains a place that families want to spend their lives in, a place that other families can spend a century in as well. Jackson County's my home, and my goal is to see it be a place where future generations of my family and others are sustainable and successful. Ryan, what experiences in your life do you feel help make you a good candidate? Well, I studied business at Tennessee Tech University and have been working with the public in the healthcare setting for almost 20 years now in administrative and management roles. Uh, I feel like I, I would be a good representative for my constituents. Were there any particular issues or events maybe that helped to influence your decision to run for the county commission? No particular events or issues. I just, I just want to ensure that our local government fiscally responsible uh, and that we're also adequately spending our tax dollars to better the lives of all the citizens of Jackson County. When you look at the landscape of Jackson County, where are some areas you think the county commission needs to work to maybe help develop some growth or some other concerns that you may have? Well, we're quite busy over in the Granville area. Uh, that place is, is booming. Lots of tourism and, and events and things happening over there. Uh, downtown seems to be picking up. I think we could do a, a little more work downtown, try to get some more businesses in. Uh, also, industry. You know, we have those areas out towards the Salina Way, out Salina Highway, uh, where industry has been before. I'd like to see more industry being brought into the county. Ryan Hopkins is our guest on Meet the Candidates. He is challenging for a seat on the Jackson County Commission 
out of District 5. Ryan, what ways do you think the county commission could work to entice industry to locate to Jackson County? I think if we try and bring in more tourism, uh, just get our name out there a little more, which our Chamber of Commerce is doing a great job uh, bringing in more tourism. Uh, some local businesses are doing a great job uh, sponsoring festivals, things like that. Um, the healthcare issue without having a hospital kind of brings us down on the list as far as industry. Um, so I'm hoping there are other ways that we could entice businesses to, to move to our county. As you meet with and speak with local voters, what are you hearing from them in terms of some of their thoughts and concerns? Well, really, our local people would like to see more industry and jobs come in, uh, more recreational things to do for citizens, uh, which would also bring in more tourism, uh, but mainly industry and jobs. Ryan Hopkins, as we close today, if you are elected to the Jackson County Commission, what will the voters in District 5 be getting at Ryan Hopkins as their county commissioner? You'll be getting someone who's honest in, in what they say they will and can do uh, and competent enough to understand the information that's presented to me uh, so I can make an educated decision. Ryan Hopkins has been our guest on Meet the Candidates. Again, Ryan is seeking a seat on the Jackson County Commission out of District 5. If you are going to court, you need the very best. You need a specialist with proven experience and results to get you justice. Cookville attorney Henry Fincher is who you need. He's a Harvard Law School graduate. He's recognized as a national super lawyer. Henry Fincher is a certified specialist in civil trial, elder law, and family law. No other attorney in Tennessee has more certified specialties. Don't trust your case to just any lawyer. Hire the best. Hire Henry Fincher. One storm could change your landscape. Don't let that happen. Call Putnam County Tree Service to get the trees trimmed, dead branches removed, stumps ground. All it takes is one strong wind to damage your home. Putnam County Tree Service can help with the heavy branches to keep your trees healthy and strong. Call 528-3828. 528-3828 to protect your home, your landscape, your family. Putnam County Tree Service. Make the call this week. Today, our Meet the Candidates focus is on the Jackson County executive position. Randy Hetty is the incumbent running in that race. Why did you decide in the first place that you wanted to run? Well, as um, many know, that I spent eight years on the county commission and uh, enjoyed that. And the, the second term, I was the chairman of the county commission, and I just felt like that we needed a, a, a new direction. You know, um, leadership really matters, and uh, I felt like that I needed that You know, we needed that opportunity as a community to have someone who would um, maybe uh, just change how we were doing things, bring people together, and. Uh, get one vision, one pathway, and I, I'm being honest, that's what I felt like really was missing, uh, was that person that would bring everybody together and have the same focus and, the, you know, have the same mission, and that's the primary reason I ran, uh, to see my community flourish and have that opportunity. After having been county mayor for a term now, how do you see that role? What What is the key to being a successful county mayor? Well, uh, a lot of what I thought before, uh, what I perceived to be the position, um, you know, you're the face of the county. Uh, When you go to, uh, whether you're at a regional meeting um, or you're in Nashville or even in Washington, D.C., you know, you're the face of the county. You're the one that the governor is going to recognize or the general assembly, you know, your local senator and, and representative. And then you know, even with the U.S. Senate, uh, they're who you see. So that's really important, and, and it's important that you're giving the same speech. Uh, a lot of times you'll have your IDB that are that's out there working for you or your local director of schools or your chamber of commerce. And so uh, for me, it was just making sure we had that vision and we were moving forward. And then uh, the influence that you have on your community, you know, um, 
trying to get community buy-in to what you're trying to sell, for the lack of a better word. Um, there's no doubt that a mayor or a politician is in the sale mode most of the time. You're trying to sell your vision. You're trying to sell uh, what you'd like to, the direction you'd like to see the community go. So, um, you know, it, that's how I perceive it is. Um, and uh, no doubt there's a lot of guys that's been doing it longer and maybe better than me. But, uh, you know, I'm still learning and still moving forward. Everybody who runs uh, in, 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 a, in a race like county mayor or even commissioners, they talk about growth. We want to grow. It seems that in your tenure, one of the things you focused on is, okay, we can talk about that, but let's find some ways that we can tangibly grow. And, and the one that comes to mind in your time has been tourism as a way to grow. Am I reading that correctly? You are, uh, Larry, and, and I appreciate that you've recognized that tourism. Um, you, again, as a county mayor, as you said, when you come into the road the first term, you're trying to figure out, you have this vision, but what's what's tangible? That is a good word for it, and I appreciate you using that. Um, and, you know, if I'm working on a four-lane highway or I'm working on industrial development, all of these things take, you know, years to accomplish. You, you're not going to accomplish them in uh, four years. That's that's just the way that is. But when I got into the office and I began to take inventory and meet with different uh, partners around the state, one of the things I realized was that tourism was low-hanging fruit. And uh, that's a country term, but it's real easy. You didn't have to get a ladder out or uh, an extension ladder or whatever. All you had to do was just reach and get it. And so that's that's been our focus, our primary focus, if if, if you will, uh, for the past four years, and it's really paid off. Randy Hetty is a candidate for the Jackson County mayor's position, and at the same time, there's a realization there that there just aren't good-paying industrial jobs, for example, sitting everywhere waiting to move to a community. That's true. Um, you find that out. You see the RFIs come across the the email list every week and um and they all look good but you've got to meet the parameters and and most of those are not high paying jobs you know larry we have um open positions in 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 gainesboro and i'm not going to talk about outside of gainesboro because the county has there's open positions everywhere in the rural businesses that we have also but uh there's at least 25 to 30 job openings uh, right inside the city limits of Gainesboro and our factories and then other businesses that we have. And I really feel like and they're paying a decent wage. I mean, you can start in wage at 15 and you can make up to 20 bucks an hour. Um, you know, that's not great money, but it's it's a decent wage for living in, in Jackson County, especially for five to 10 minutes from the house. How important are grants in trying to get work done in the in a county the size of Jackson County? Uh, enormous. Um, they're so valuable. I couldn't tell you. Um, I don't know if I have the words to say is what I meant to say. The thing is, you know, for us, our revenue is so limited. You, you live off of the, and I'm talking about the county government, we live off of property taxes and sales tax, and that's just the truth of the matter. And so... Um, when grants allow us to do things that we wouldn't be able to do unless we raise property taxes. Uh, and so grants have made, made a major role in what I've been able to accomplish the past four, five, uh, past four years. And I say I, along with the help of the commission, so it's a we thing. I can't do anything without the county commission. Uh, and we brought in right at $5 million in grant funding in the past four years. And so um, been able to do lots of things with those that have made a difference and it didn't cost the taxpayers money. As you have talked to uh, taxpayers and those who will vote for you here in the next couple of weeks, what are the issues that are on their mind right now? Um, and I'll be as truthful as, as I can with you. Public input. Um Issues that they're in, besides the things that we can't do anything about, of course, inflation, uh, gas prices is what you hear all the time. And, and unfortunately, on the local level, you, you don't have a whole lot that you can do about that. Um, but as far as the county goes, 
the biggest issue I hear is more recreation, more opportunities for children uh, to have something to do. You know, parents want something for their kids to do that they don't have to drive 30 minutes or 45 minutes to get something, uh, to have something for their children to do. And, and that's the biggest thing I hear, that in a grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> something else you can't do much about in your role. Randy Hetty, as you look uh, to coming back to the county mayor's office, are there things that you have in mind, things that are unfinished in your book that you want to work on? Absolutely, absolutely. We began, we did a 10-year Parks and Rec plan, and that's been a uh, huge thing for me was trying to uh, lease Ruin River Park. Um, and, And I wasn't sold on that. I told this four years ago when I was out on the campaign trail I wasn't so that was a good move for the county. It's going to be some cost. But as I went around and uh, lectioneered with people and, you know, did the stump speeches and talked to people afterwards, I found out that it was extremely important to my constituents. And so um, we have started the process lease, uh, the process of leasing the Rowan River Park from the Corps of Engineers. And I really want to see that through to the end and develop something over there that would be tremendous uh, for the local community. Uh, and I also believe that if it's done properly, it will be a tourist uh, attraction to to some extent, for especially for the locals that are around us. And, and then also, uh, you know, I do want to do some industrial development, something I've not been able to accomplish. We have really worked hard on that. Uh, me and the IDB board uh, have worked tirelessly on trying to get uh, – uh, possible factories uh, into the area, and we're just not been able to get that across the finish line, but we're going to continue to work on it. We're not going to give up, and I'd like to see that through to the end also. If someone goes to the polls here in a few days and casts their ballot for Randy Hetty, what are they getting? They're getting a hometown guy and who, who doesn't know how, any, how to do anything but get up and work. Uh, my family, my, I'm talking about my father and uh, my parents and my grandfather and, and grandmother, um, who instilled one thing into me. You get up every day and you go to work and you put in a good day's work. You're, you're going to get that. You're going to get honesty. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't tell anybody that anything that's not the truth. Um, and I'm going to do what's right, no matter what. Um, I just did a questionnaire. Uh, just finished it last night about what a mayor candidate questionnaire. And, and one of the things it asked me is how do you handle criticism and how do you work with people when you're under criticism? Well, I, bottom line, uh, I want to treat people like I want to be treated. And the, the old Bible adage, you know, do unto others as you'd want them to do unto you. And, and I believe that that goes a long way in trying to be the leader for Jackson County uh, that we need. Randy Hetty, candidate for Jackson County Mayor. If you are going to court, you need the very best. You need a specialist with proven experience and results to get you justice. Cookville attorney Henry Fincher is who you need. He's a Harvard Law School graduate. He's recognized as a national super lawyer. Henry Fincher is a certified specialist in civil trial, elder law, and family law. No other attorney in Tennessee has more certified specialties. Don't trust your case to just any lawyer. Hire the best. Hire Henry Fincher. One storm could change your landscape. Don't let that happen. Call Putnam County Tree Service to get the trees trimmed, dead branches removed, stumps ground. All it takes is one strong wind to damage your home. Putnam County Tree Service can help with the heavy branches to keep your trees healthy and strong. Call 528-3828. 528-3828 to protect your home, your landscape, your family. Putnam County Tree Service. Make the call this week. Our next guest on Meet the Candidates is Mr. Jim Floyd. He is seeking re-election to the Sparta City Council. Jim, it's good to have you on the program today. What uh, made you want to get involved in uh, the city council in the city of Sparta? Well, I have a grocery store in Sparta, and I just thought it'd be interesting to do. And quite honestly, I've really enjoyed it, and hopefully along the way we've done a little good for the public. What do you feel like the most important characteristics are of being a good city councilman? 
trying to be good stewards of the people's money. And, you know, there's many different factions in city government, many different things that people like, and trying to do all their needs but keep an eye on how much we're spending and keep the city in good financial shape. Jim, at the time you first run, were there any particular issues that maybe helped influence your decision to get involved in the city council? No, not really. I've always been interested in government, even in through high school and all, and so uh, there was an opportunity to, to run. So I just I thought, well, I'm going to try this, and I, I've really enjoyed it. What are some things that you feel like during your time on the council that you've seen Sparta really progress, some areas that really stand out to you? Of course, it takes the all of us. From the mayor, border, border, alderman, it's just not me. It's all of us together trying to work in one direction to get where we want to be. Uh, during this course of, you'll see, I've been on the board 12 years. We've gone from putting in the farmer's market, the skateboard park, improving the, the other parks. But the biggest thing is being able to get the high percent sales tax rates in order to do the infrastructure and pay the streets. And that's what we told the people when the mayor and I were out knocking on doors that we would spend the money for, and we've lived up to that. And we're beginning to see some progress. We tried, we did some, do the worst streets first, and now we're beginning to see some results of get the worst streets out of the way and begin to pay more of the streets that doesn't have to have, to have a lot of infrastructure work. And we can't pay until we do, we do the infrastructure, and it's begin, beginning to come a lot now a little bit. And the next couple of years, we'll really see a change. Jim Floyd is our guest on Meet the Candidates. He is seeking re-election to the Sparta City Council as an alderman. Jim, what are some other areas of concern that you feel like the City Council needs to address in the, in the upcoming months and years? Of course, the last two years has really been hard on not only us as a city, but us as a nation in trying to fight, working through things through the pandemic. You know, we've had to shift people from job to job in order to keep the city functioning because of the pandemic of people being out. And the other hard thing about this for the overall administration in this is trying to foresee what we need a year or two down the road in order products that we need to get, keep the city functioning because of so much, so much shortages. And this is really because hard on all the city folks in order to keep products in line of parts, wiring and, you know, transformers. There's just been a trying to look ahead in order to keep those things in line. And when we need those things, it's really been not only city of Sparta, but most cities around. I hope the folks vote for me again to keep keep going. We've got some projects in mind that I would like to see done in the next oh, two or three years. And it takes a while to get these products online because of the pandemic that's been going on. But we're slowly but surely getting there. Jim Floyd has been our guest on Meet the Candidates. Again, he is seeking re-election as alderman to the Sparta City Council in the August 4th general election. Up next on our program is Miss Janice Jernigan Heikinen. She is challenging for a seat on the Sparta City Council. Janice, it's good to have you on the program. What was it that led to your decision to challenge for a seat on the Sparta City Council? I love Sparta. I have lived in Sparta most of my life, and I thought we needed a change in government. What experiences in your life do you feel help make you a good candidate? I am a teacher in the White County School System. I have taught over 20 years. I am an elementary art teacher and teach at four elementary schools. I have uh, written a lot of grants. I know a lot of people, and I love my community. Janice, what do you feel like the most important characteristics are in being a good city council representative? I think the person needs to work hard listen to the people and be a voice for the people, um, be transparent in government. And I guess what I'm saying is be a servant to the people, find out what they really want 
and listen, engage, and I guess that's one of the main things that I think is be a voice for the people in Sparta. Have there been any particular issues or events that maybe helped to influence your decision to run? Uh, Yes, sir. My son was working on his Eagle Scout certification about 10 years ago, and I went to a lot of the city board meetings and saw sort of the way the government worked in Sparta, and I picked up my papers, and then I decided not to run, and it it sort of nagged me that for about 10 years, and I decided that I could be a change, and I could be a good voice for the people. Janice jernigan Heikinen is our guest on Meet the Candidates. She is seeking a seat on the Sparta City Council in the August 4th election. Janice, what are some areas that you feel like could need some improvement in the city of Sparta? I am a conservative, but I want to promote business and industry, um, new businesses to Sparta. I think we need some more work with our parks and recreation areas for our families and children. I would love to have a splash pad similar to the one at Dogwood Park or a place where families can take their children. We have wonderful outdoor activities in Sparta like um, canoeing and kayaking and hiking and waterfalls. But I think we need some more recreational facilities for our families. Janice, as you meet with and speak with local voters, what do you hear from them in terms of their concerns? I think everyone is concerned that their voice is not being represented. I would like to talk to city employees and get them involved. I don't think they feel that they have a voice in government. I want to be very transparent. I would love for us to have some town hall meetings so people could voice their opinions and spend money where we need it rather than where we want to spend it. In closing today, if you are elected to the Sparta City Council, what will the voters be getting in Janice Jernigan-Heikinen as their city council person? I think they will be getting a very hard worker. I think they will be getting a voice in local government I have a proven track record in my uh, work ethic. I plan on being a very hard worker and working for the people. Janice Jernigan-Heikinen has been our guest on Meet the Candidates. Again, Janice is challenging for a seat on the Sparta City Council in the August 4th general election. That's today's Meet the Candidates. If you missed any part of today's show, be sure to visit News Talk 94.1 online for the on-demand audio. Our producer is Jake Wallman. Thank you for joining us for Meet the Candidates. I'm Tom Duggan.